Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Welcome to The Shit Show. somewhere a hello period cup up your vagina (laughs) kia ora everyone and welcome to just the most special bonus episode not not just because um it's a bonus shit show episode but because we don't have brother nick here on the shit show we've actually got a bit of a crossover we've got olivia we do i have not been on the shit show i would say for a good year yeah I know. Maybe even longer. So you might be recognising this voice. And if you are, it's because you listen to Culture Vulture, our pop culture podcast. Um, But we thought, by way of what we're speaking about today... It's probably best we get Olivia uh, in on the pod as the expert. Yeah, I don't think Nick could quite do the same job that I could do. Um, no. And you'll probably hear why very soon. Very soon, as in right now. So we are so, so stoked that this episode is brought to you by our mates at Hello Period. Liv and I have been wanting to change up our period games for a long time. It was actually your New Year's resolution, wasn't it? Yeah, it it was. Well, my New Year's resolution was to get as environmentally friendly as possible. This was something at the back of my mind for a really long time, so I'm so glad Hello Period has sort of like pushed me to do it. I know. So Hello Period is a New Zealand company that basically they've taken the period world on like by storm. By storm. They're taking it by storm. So they create sustainable period products sustainable period products like the Hello Cups and the recently launched Hello Discs, which are honestly game-changing. Oh, my God. Like, you can have sex with them. They won't fuck with your IUDs. Liv's actually going to go massively into the Hello Discs um, later on in the podcast. But honestly, these, for me personally, and I can only talk about for me, but have changed my fucking life. Like, I was terrified. You're going to hear my story soon. You're going to hear Liv's story soon. But they've changed They've changed our lives. And if you're not already wanting to buy one or use one, I can guarantee that by the end of this episode, you will be. And you should be. And you should use our discount code GOODSHIP15 to get 15% off all of Hello Period's products. And honestly... You fucking should. So worth it. It's a one-time buy. Oh, my Honestly. God. You'll be saving so much money in the long run. I know that there's so many of you out there that have been thinking about this for a long time. So just go and do it. Honestly. I no know. time better than the present. No time better than the present. That's why they call it the gift. A gift. No, that's why they call it a gift. A present. And we almost got there. All, no, but like didn't, didn't even not in quite. the end. I'm not sure we even got there. But you all know what I'm talking about. Right. So I think the way we should start off. It's by telling our stories. I think so. I think let's, let's yes, get TMI. Yes, I think you should start us off with this one. Okay, so everyone, Liv was extremely open to the idea of using a menstrual cup, using a Hello Cup, and Ruby has actually been using a Hello Cup for a long time. 
I, on the other hand, have known that I should be. I've known. I know the stats, and you guys are going to hear the environmental stats soon. And Yeah, they are intense. They are intense stats. And I've known, like, especially with our jobs and, like, we're trying to be as good as we can for the environment. I'm like, Lucy, just use this, like, you know, literally suck it up. Yeah. <laughs> suck it up and hope it doesn't suck to you. But yes. anyway. <laughs> yes. And use one. And so... Liv, you're going to be here about her experience, and she had a bit of a she had a bit of an up and down. Oh, experience. it was a bit of a roller coaster. Bit of a um, roller coaster. So Lucy sort of went into it um, absolutely scared shitless. Yes. but Luce, yeah, but I had a positive outcome. So um, I used to when I first started using tampons, like I just couldn't forget that it was in me. Like I was just terrified and it would take up so much brain space like am I going to forget to take it out and am I going to put in two is it going to get stuck in me and so I was like if I already am like that with tampons what the fuck is my brain going to be like with a hello cup inside me for me it was always like am I going to lose the string happened to me once Uh, not a good experience (laughs) actually a really funny experience that I'm not going to go into (laughs) um yes you might have to now that you've told the listeners (laughs) Well, it sort of ties into a bunch of our stories uh, that the listeners have given us true, anyway. True, 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 true. Um, and so literally, so I stood, uh, got my period, and I basically stood in the shower for like, I want to say like a good 30 to 40 minutes. Think, <laughs> like Honestly, being like, holy fuck, how do I get out of this? Do I lie to Ruby and live and say I've used it? Do I like, do I just pretend that I've done it and it's been great? Or do, like, I can't do it. Or do I just tell them, guys, there's no way I'm doing this. I can't I can't do it. It's going to get stuck in me. I was just terrified of it getting stuck. And then after about like 40 minutes, I was like, no, just fucking do it, Lucy. Like, get your shit together. So I put it in and then I was like, oh my God, I'm never going to be able to get it out. So then I took it out and I was like, okay, one and done. I'm done. I've done it. I can do it again. Put it in. Had to take it out again just to prove to myself. <laughs> Stood there five times over. No, honestly, I did it about three times. And then when I knew, okay, this is where it sits in me. This is like I learned how to do the like pinchy fold thing properly. And then I put it in and I worked from home that day so that I could check up on it so that there was any. I love the commitment to the cause. I know. If there was any leakage, like I wanted it to be at home. And okay, everyone, this is going to be annoying for you to hear, but it went so seamlessly. Like, for my whole period, I needed to use it once a day because I have quite a light flow that's probably uh, helpful for you to know. Once a day and then once again overnight. Um, didn't leak once. Like, didn't leak once. Didn't get stuck in me once. Like, came out so easily. One thing I will say is the one time I did think it was getting stuck was when I was standing up in the shower and trying to take it out. And because Rubes says that she often does it in the shower. And I was like, oh, that's a good idea. For me... I couldn't really grab it in the shower, and so I was like, oh, my God, it's going to get stuck. And then I went and I, like, sat on the toilet how I would usually do it, came out fine. So maybe for you, or like for me, the position that you're in changes how easy it is to get it in and out. Totally. And you can kind of push as though you're about to do a poo. No, honestly, you can. it comes out so much easier. Oh, like, don't be scared to just, like, as if you're giving birth or whatever, like, just push. And then it just comes out. And so... I, it, oh, this has truly, truly changed my life, like hand on heart. Um, I was very lucky because I was so terrified that I had a really good experience because I think I would find it hard, as we might hear from Liv, if I'd had a maybe less than satisfactory yeah. time with it <laughs> to then get back into it. But I'm telling you, everyone has a different experience. Mine was fucking great. 
Liv, let's hear about yours. Yes. So you've got to find what's right for you. I'm still on that journey. but I I think it's great for everyone to hear. No, it is because it's like I'm not going to give up until I find the product that suits me or the way figure out actually how to use that product. Mm -hmm. So basically I got my period. This was before Lucy, as she said. So I was actually really excited. I was like, cool, I'm going to become one of those girls who has the Hello Cup and she's just like thriving. So we received two different sizes of the Hello Cup from Hello Period. And I think it was like a small and an extra small. I started off with the small and then like, first of all, really surprised by how easily the cup went in. So easy. So easy. Well, so easy for my first time. To get in. Yeah. I sort of, my journey sort of went downhill throughout the period. (laughs) But um, basically they have this little, this little instruction sheet and it's pretty easy. You kind of just like. I don't know, fold the kind of top of the cup. And yeah, then... we sat in my room. We watched, they've got a really good, like, I don't know, like 10 second video as yeah. well. Yeah, in the 10 second video, it. I mean, it looks like it's all flowers and yeah. peonies, but I, no, it actually does go in quite easy. But then throughout the day, I experienced a bit of leakage, and I thought that was because the cup was maybe like too big and not popping out properly. Yeah. So then I. Switched to the smaller cup. So basically the leakage stopped, but when I went out, when I went to get the cup out, it was like out of reach. And it was just every time, I used it for a good five days, every time I just like could just grasp the little, like the little nub thing. And um, like, you know, when you're sat there and you're kind of like sweating because you're stressing out and like something's in you. And I'm like, I don't want anyone else to have to help me with this. Like that is my worst nightmare. Mm-hmm. So I would just persist and it would come out yes. eventually, usually when I'd relax or when I'd yes. sit on the toilet like I was taking a shit. And But it was interesting to hear Liv going through this because I was like, okay, Lucy, prepare yourself for the nub to be like sort of out of reach. Yeah. But then when I used it, which we'll find out why soon, the nub was like right there. Was so right I there. was like, oh, okay, well, mine's really easy to grab. Exactly. So you're meant to like just above the nub is a little like kind of bit where you're meant to press and so it stops it from suctioning to you. Like yeah. it releases all of that the air, air or whatever yeah. it is. Um, I just like couldn't get my fingers up enough to mm. press that bit and so it was kind of like really difficult to get out and it kind of just got harder and harder mm. throughout my period to the point where the last day of my period we were actually um, staying at a friend's batch and I could not get it out. It was really far up me, mm. which is not where it's supposed to be. But basically I had to get Ruby and Lucy to coach me through the door. Like I felt like I was back in high school using a tampon for the first time. I know. Um, and I think it's important, you know, I wanted to be like, obviously we are working with this company. Yes. And But it's so important to be honest about your experience. And then obviously Lucy had a really good experience. Mine was more subpar, but I think it's to do with the fact that I was using the wrong product for me. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. 
Hey. And so with the help, we did a little bit of Googling. Yeah. Well, you guys did a little bit oh, of yeah. Googling we were, like, outside the door. Outside the bathroom door, like, no, Liv, this is fine. You just got to relax. You can grab it. You can touch it. But maybe you've got a high cervix style. Yeah, I think you've got a high cervix. And I thought, oh, God, I didn't know anything about my <laughs> no. cervix. This was the most well acquainted with myself I had ever been in my life. And honestly, I was just like, I was off it. I was like, yeah. I can't deal with this right now. But I had to get it out of me. Yeah. I couldn't just leave it there. <laughs> so basically, in the end, I finally got it out. I was so flustered. But then... With the help of the Hello Period website, we discovered maybe I've got a long cervix yeah. and or a high cervix. So the thing is the cup sort of like crept its way up yes. my vagina, basically. Um, I don't know whether the cup was too small for me or maybe I was pushing it up too far. But then we realized they actually have a special cup for people with high cervixes mm. And low cervixes. And so there's a way that you can measure your cervix so that you can get the right cup for you, which is what I have done. And I'm going to get the cup for someone with a high cervix. Um, but I'm just going to tell you how to measure your cervix because it's it's very easy. very easy. It's on the website if you do need a little bit more um, information. But basically, you just put your fingers up there, take count of like where... Like how take, far your fingers yeah, went in? Yeah, take yeah. count of how far your fingers went in and then measure it with a ruler. So someone with a high cervix is um, 55 millimetres or higher. So this means that you will probably find the toggle of the pericarp hard to reach, which was definitely the case mm -hmm. for me. Um, and you can need to use your pelvic floor muscles to help get it out, as yeah. we said like you're Gosh. taking a shit. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, so when you get a long, a high cervix cup, it will be way easier to reach the toggle and you'll be able to take it out mm. without a hitch. Um, the average cervix height is around about 45 millimetres to 55 millimetres, which means you should use the standard Hello Cup. Mm -hmm. And then if your cervix is 44 millimetres or lower, you probably need to get the low cervix cup as the normal cup might kind of protrude out of your vagina, yeah, which yeah. is not what you want. So that it's more comfy, catches the blood properly. A hundred percent. So good that they've got all this shit out there, though. That I you can had use. no clue. I mean, I think it was such a good experience just to actually become more well acquainted with myself. And well, I had what's to ask you, down there. what's the cervix? And then we were both like, oh, it's just you know. Honestly, the, the lack of bit, education like, that we, we have as women about our anatomy is I know. ridiculous. I know. Um, and it's so important to know this shit. So thank you, Hello Period, for really oh. pushing me to do this. Hell yeah. And then, Liv, I know that a big part of why you are going to persevere mm -hmm. is because of the environment. Yes. And so true because some of these sets are fucked. They're fucked Honestly, up. they're fucking scary. And I think the little bit of guilt kind of is it's what we all need. It's sometimes needed to push you to do this to push you to make the change in your sanitary products. And we have all the things now, like, around us to choose from. Oh. Like, something will work for you, I promise. A hundred percent. And so I know that, well, for my case, I was just a bit scared. I mm. think I was just a bit scared. I wasn't organized enough. Oh. I didn't really know how the whole process worked. I'd heard so many people be like to me, you need to do this. And I was like, yeah, I know, I know. But like, I just never fucking got around to it. But then when I read these stats on the environmental impact, I was like, this is why I need to it. make it's, the change. Yeah. So the first tampon ever used is still on our planet somewhere. Um, it may contain microplastics and can take more than 500 years to break down in landfills. Um, a single period cup or disc is the equivalent to over 2,000 single-use products. That's 
for me, that's the one that that's is just the like one. nail in the coffin. Yeah, it's like, just like, why one, would I not? And and money-wise as well, I was oh. like, I'm spending like $2,000 worth of products is fucking expensive. When it's like so eight bucks for fucking, a pack of pads. Oh, my God. Like, pads and tampons are mm. so expensive. It's ridiculous. The Hello Cup, yeah, obviously it's more expensive for a one-time use, but it's not a one-time no. use. <laughs> it's going to last you for years. So it's so, so worth it. More than 45 billion tampons and single-use sanitary pads end up in landfills globally each year year and if none of these are breaking down for over 500 years imagine that impact like that is wild there's a planet tampon out there somewhere yeah yeah absolutely the average user throws away 125 to 150 kgs of pads tampons and applicators in their lifetime and like the thing is is so many people like we have no choice like for a long time we've had no choice like we get our periods we need to use shit Half the world's population doesn't have to worry about this. So it's not our fault. That, no. Like, it's not like, oh, my God, we're out there fucking up the environment. It's like, no, for so long we've had no other choice. Like, people have been using sponges and towels and stuff. But it's like, now, luckily, thanks to amazing people and amazing brains and companies, like, we have more of a choice. For sure. And then we, as consumers, need to put our support in these products yeah. because they are so important and such amazing people are doing it. Uh, and making stop subsidising. Yeah. Maybe they do. Like Maybe I know, they do. I, know I don't know. For period, like I know for pads and tampons, there's things out there. But like, I wonder how long until you know, like menstrual cups and stuff start getting Absolutely. put in schools. Absolutely. Well, anyone from the government listening, do tell us. <laughs> well, we know Jacinda is so. <laughs> yeah, exactly. She's a regular listener yeah. of our podcast. Obviously, <laughs> it results in removal costs of fourteen billion dollars each year, along with cotton buds tampons, applicators, and panty liners, they make up 7.3% of items flushed down the toilet. So... Okay, that's an interesting stat because what is the other 93%? Like, I get toilet paper. Toilet but like, paper. Yeah, I know. Okay, going down there? But that's... No, I'd like... Do you really okay, okay, I think okay. it's funny. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, no, don't I'm flush not. down your... Tampons, yeah, just don't yeah, do it. Don't. But it'll just clog up your toilet and you just shouldn't be. It's something you don't have to think about with the Hello Cup. So. Yeah. And also, there's a whole conversation about chemicals and all of that yes. sort of shit going into your body. So most cu- most countries do not actually have mandatory labeling requirements for period products. So you don't actually know what you are putting in your body or what dyes and chemicals they may contain. That just feels like, you know, how like crash test dummies and stuff are all tested on dudes and like lots of like drugs and all that are tested on dudes. And like, again... Like, people who get their periods are just sort of on the back foot. Always on the fucking back foot. For what they might do to um, And the Hello Cup contains no, the Hello Cup or the Hello Period products contains no BPAs, heavy metals, rubber, latex, and the colours are certified, food grade, and they have the tick to comply with EU and FDA standards. Woo! So they're doing great They're shit. doing amazing, sweetie. Mm-hmm. New Zealand made too, and just like, you know, support local. Oh, support local. And that's what you want in your vagina. All yeah, that good stuff. You want stuff. local products. You want in your local vagina. shit in your vagina. Unless you're in um, Italy and you meet yeah. a nice bloke. <laughs> then absolutely go for it. But, um, <laughs> other than that, Kiwi made. Now, Liv, the part that I'm most excited for, um, as with everything shit you should care about, my favorite part of the whole company, whole brand, whole mm-hmm. platform, is. The interaction we have with our audience. And they have delivered. We asked <laughs> we asked for the most embarrassing, like most mortifying period stories. And 
You all gave them, and Liv has not seen them. So I am beyond excited. I'm so excited. So you will have seen some. Um, we did a Q&A on Instagram. You will have seen some in a post on our Instagram. These are um, the ones I'm about to read out now. These are newsletter responses, so they're a bit longer, a bit juicier, and, like, Liv, I shit you not, so many of these could have been solved by having a Hello Period product, like having a... Um, menstrual cup or a disc and it was actually really cute a lot of the responses I got said can you make a note to call out like period cups or other period products because um I've switched to them since this and they've been so much better and I was like yeah we're actually in partnership with them like they're reading our minds yes so I'm just gonna read you a few I don't know how long this will take I but just buckle up so this first one's kind of mortifying um when I was 12, I'd gone to sleep without any protection, meaning period protection, mm-hmm. not expecting my period for another week. And I woke up with a blood massacre of the ages. <laughs> another part I didn't add was that I was at school camp, but it was mostly male run. Who knows oh. why? And also it was a Catholic conservative camp. I completely freaked out, packed all my stuff and moved to another free bed in the dorm far away from my stained growth sheet. I had sworn my dorm mates to secrecy and we went out for a day of super fun activities. That night, though, after supper, the crazy camp supervisors brought out the sheet, displaying it for the masses. That is so fucked up. It's so, so cruel, and that person literally needs to go to jail. I know. They're like, apparently, she said there was like blood, blood, but it's like blood clots, and like you know how there's like brownie stuff in your period and yeah. shit like that, and so like that's traumatizing. That, I'm okay. so sorry that happened to that you. That shit is traumatizing. Having your bloody sheets shown to any number of people. Is traumatizing. Even me seeing my own bloody sheets is too much. I know. Even yeah, I know. And Which so, it shouldn't be. Well, it shouldn't be. But also, if you're at a camp, um, it's fair that you feel traumatized by having your fucking bloody sheets shown when you were that young as well. And apparently, the mystery though was kept kept to the dorm mates. Um, they never oh. found out. No one ever found out. And she said that the mystery was never solved until now, so she trusts us with this story. So maybe whoever was holding up the sheets is listening yeah. to us and never do that again. Ne- absolutely never do that again. Um, okay, this next one. So this is about my first period. I was probably 12 or 13 and I was taking my post-school shit. Now, <laughs> now, <laughs> Relatable. Relatable. Now, not being a period heifer, I wasn't used to checking my underwear and wouldn't normally take all bottom wear off. No. And I <laughs> just pee through it. And I would normally take all bottom wear off and pile it on the counter. So I'm guessing that in their bathroom there's okay. a sink. Um, I think she said that they wore like a heavy knit skirt. And you know how when we were at school as well, oh. we'd have like shorts on under our skirt and sometimes tights. So I guess she just took it all off. And then she realizes A, there's blood in her shit. Two, there's a trail of blood in the bathroom. So she said that she screamed bloody murder, that she was shitting blood. So her mum came running, saw the trail of blood in the bathroom, and then saw the bloody underwear, and and then um, basically was like, 
Well, first of all, the mum was probably like, why is all your clothes on the counter? She strips naked to take a shit. Yeah. Like, you do you, Dom. No, you do you. I think the part that was funny for me was all the clothes. Funny. I'm and just then like, the trial of blood. This is like a good mental picture that she's painted, isn't it? I know. So apparently um, the mum just was like, look, this is look, what's happened. This, this is, is okay. Happened. This bestie. You're not dying. And we had, I will say, we've left out, I, honestly, I got, this is the most responses I've ever had for a question. And we did leave out all the like, got my period at school, got my period in white pants got my period like at assembly because there was so many of them but so you're not alone we've heard you you we know that you're bleeding everywhere yeah. <laughs> and it's so fine okay this next one live i really wanted to tell you when i got it but i couldn't okay i can't wait so i got my first period when i was i guess in grade six and i was and it was during the class before recess the bell for recess rang and i got up to find a big red spot on my chair and on my mm. skirt I hurriedly went to the washroom and all her friends went with her and like they were like it's fine you just got your period. She said since it was winter she had her sweater around her like that she could tie around her skirt which we've all done that trick. Absolutely. Um, and she just waited for her mum but she entered the classroom again before she went home and saw a bunch of sixth grade cl- sixth grade boys sniffing and tasting the period blood to identify what it was. Stop. She said they never had Stop. sex in their school. So the boys, this is why we need education. And why they need to play this podcast. Yes. Boys need to know about periods so that they don't do this shit. So they don't fucking taste it. And and uh, but apparently the boys were making up theories about how like she was some sort of superhero, like, oh, like apparently it was quite cute. And then she said she heard one of the guys say it tastes like melted candy. Oh, no. no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That is very, very funny. I know. Um, okay, these next few <laughs> stories. Could all have been solved by using like a Hello Cup? Like, genuinely, these next, oh, these next ones. So, a, a few of them about flights. Someone said, now my most embarrassing period story is actually about me getting my first period. I was 13 and flying from Italy to Australia. Okay, go off. I felt sick on the first plane trip. Um, It was about eight hours long and wasn't anything major. Period cramps on flights are honestly the worst thing in the world. Because you're already cramped. Like you're already. You're you're physically cramped. You're now emotionally cramped. And Um, you don't know. You haven't had your period before. She said she ignored it, and then she got on her second flight that was 14 hours long, and only a few hours in, she felt like she was getting stabbed in her stomach, Um, but she also has a huge fear of plain bathrooms. So she said she spent about nine hours just silently suffering and so much pain, and then she felt a very urgent need to go to the bathroom, and then she said that, like, in that still, she had the worst diarrhea ever, because, you know, period poos. Absolutely. We've all been there. We've all been there. And then she was like... At the end of her flight, she was still in excruciating p- pain, and but she couldn't get up because like people were sitting, sleeping around her, so she just stayed in her seat. And then finally, when the flight was over, she got up and she noticed brown blood all over the beige seats. Oh. And she said, I know I'm a horrible person, but I just started crying and I just left without no, saying anything. honestly, fair enough. I would too. I probably would too. I mean, yeah, it sucks for whoever had to clean that up. Really does suck, but it's... Actually, no. I think if there was more time left on the plane and my family was there, I would have, like, covered it, gone and got toilet paper or baby wipes or something, done my best. But it's so fair that you didn't. Well, it's just, like, if you don't know that you're getting your period, you've never had a period before. Yes. It's a very, very... You know, it's a tough time. I know. So, like, yeah, I know. The flight ones, honestly, are, like, I think 
like so sad oh. because when you're on a flight, it's already it's already uncomfortable. Getting your first period on a flight that would not be what you want at all. I'm I'm sorry that happened again. Very sorry. I know another another um, person and and these people. All these stories, like they were laughing, they wanted to share them. Totally. Like they are so stoked with like being able to actually be asked about the embarrassing period stories. So like we're sorry that they happened, but also like they happened to all of us. It's a great story great at the end story. of the day. Um, another person was on a flight and basically there was a huge line for the toilets and then she finally got into the toilet. The flight attendant was like angrily like banging on the door, being like, You need to get out now. And she'd forgotten her tampon. So she just used toilet paper and put it in her undies. And mm. then she said as the airplane like was departing, as everyone was getting off, the toilet paper fell out of her undies and onto the floor in front of the flight attendants, like the bloody toilet paper. Okay, I'm not gonna lie, I've had to do that before. Oh, like, you know, fold up same. toilet paper. And there has been one or two times where it's also fallen out. Luckily, it hasn't been, like, around people. Like, in like the bathroom? In the bathroom yeah. or something, or, like, while I've been by myself. And I'm always like, that could easily happen. I know. Well, the sad thing was she said she, like, felt it, but she she felt it fall out, but she mm-hmm. couldn't just claim it. So then she, like, ran off the plane, then she heard people all yelling, like, ooh, ooh, because, like, oh. <laughs> like, like, yeah. like, she said everyone was like, Um, And then she, again, she said, like the person beforehand, she said, if those flight attendants ever read this, one, I'm so sorry you had to clean that up, and two, like, give me a break and give me longer in the bathroom. Yeah, fuck yeah. I know, but, like, it's the fact for this one, it was like she had forgotten her tampon. I mean, for flights... Not to bring it back to Hello Cups, but like you can use one thing for the whole flight and like just know that you're not you're not gonna have to worry about that like switching of the tampons 100%. or like pads or whatever. So, oh, but I feel the flight ones are so sorry. They are so like sad. There was another one that I don't, haven't actually put on here, but um, a girl. She got her period on a flight and then she was like, I need to change my tampon or my pad. And so she was going to do it. The flight was just about to end and she was going to get on a connecting flight. So she was going to do it in the airport bathrooms. Uh-huh. Her flight ran late, so then she didn't have time to go and, like, change it. And she said she was just running through the airport with, like, bloody pants. Like, oh, it's it just as... It's, it's just terrible, just, isn't why it? Why do we have to deal with this? It's just, it's just the worst the pit. It's the, pit. It's the absolute pit. And you're feeling like shit. Yeah, like, you actually, you, you feel, feel like, like shy. total shite on your period. It's the last thing you want to do. You are not in the mind frame for that to happen. Flights are also stressful, like, at the best of times. And, and yeah. you're connecting flight. Like, no, I can't. This is quite funny, but all when I lived with four guys, um... They all thought that pads stick to your vagina. Well, that's one of our stories, is that a girl for five years had been sticking the (laughs) sticky part of the pad to her vagina (laughs) for five years. (laughs) No, honestly, because, like, one of my flatmates saw a TikTok, and then they were like, Hayden thought that too. Yeah. No, Hayden was fucking there. <laughs> so all five guys in this house, I was the only girl. And then one of them was like to me, so does this sticky bit stick to your vagina? I was like, absolutely Are not. Are you fucking dumb? It sticks to your underwear. And then they were like, 
oh my god, I didn't know that. And so I went around and asked every boy individually, where do you think the pad sticks to? They all said your vagina. And I thought, you guys need to be educated. They need to be sitting in on our edu- uh, on our very little education we get on yeah, periods. I know. Okay, this one's mortifying. So this happened on Slack. And for anyone that doesn't use Slack, it's like Facebook Messenger, but for corporations or for businesses. So this person said, so my mate is a big dog in a big multinational company. She was on a video conference call to her male team in Canada. Um, I don't think the team was specifically, you're going to talk to the male team today, but I think they just all happened to be dudes as, you know, way of big multinational. Anyway, it's another story. Um, And a few minutes before it began, she was Googling, why do you poo more when on your period when one of the Canadian men politely advised her that she was, in fact, sharing her screen? Bless. No, like imagine being on. No, 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 no. Being on Slack to the whole team, and then they can see your Google search. Why oh, do you feel more? But then I'm also just like, yeah, I was wondering. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, why should oh, we yeah. be ashamed? We shouldn't be. However, when you're talking to a bunch of dudes, <laughs> yeah. like. It's, it's so want. brave to be the one there breaking that stigma. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, you do not, you're not meant. Oh, you do not have to do that for the rest <laughs> yeah. of us, but thank you. Um, this one's quite a cute one. Um, basically, there was a girl who had a best guy pal, like a best guy, a guy best friend, and he saw that she'd bled through her pants and so, mm-hmm. like, gave her a big beer hug and, like, whispered in her ear, like, you've got some blood showing and, like, and then, like, she obviously tied something oh, around her waist really and she said, I, I often think back on how graciously he handled this and it gives me such a big smile, like, every time I think yeah. about that. Because so think, you're at your most vulnerable. Yes. And I was like, not to not to praise men for always doing the bare minimum, but, like, that is cute. Yeah, that is really, it is nice. Um, okay, this next story I, I love. Um, so this girl, she got her period quite early. She said she thinks she was about 10 and mm-hmm. it was before she'd had education about it. And so, um, she got her period. She immediately thought she was dying, which is a common thing for lots of young women. It is. And it's just crazy to me that we still are going through the motions of thinking we're dying I know, we get our period. I know. But she, instead of telling her parents or anyone, she wrote a will where she divvied up all the personal belongings, like sitting in her room. She said every last Jonas Brother poster, she had gone to every important person in her life. Like, I am obsessed with this, this story. This is my favourite story. You think this is my story too? Like, my favourite because, like, it's just, it's a son of the times, eh? I mean, she was 10. She was, she was incredibly oh, she young. She was young. She was young. But, you know, some girls get their period as young as eight. I know. Like, I know. We need to start giving them education really fucking young. I, it, it's a fine line between, like, so young that, like, you don't want to freak them out about yeah, exactly. life ahead or, for, or they'll forget. Yeah. But also just being like, hey, this happens. If it happens, just come talk to me. Yeah, exactly. If it accidentally happens early. Exactly. Don't stress. Don't, don't write, write a will. will. I'm sorry, like... Mum, you get my solo Nick Jonas poster. Dad, you can have Kevin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I I love it. Um, okay. Oh god. I'm there's so many more stories and I realise I've been talking for ages, so I'm just gonna did, okay, love. Did you know that pads explode? Like Okay. <laughs> Yes. Do you have a story about this? Yeah, okay. I This has just come from the archives of my memory. I have not thought about this for a really long time. Okay, I was probably like, I got my period when I was about 13, and I reckon I was probably one or two periods in. Yeah. Um, I wanted to go swimming. Yeah. 
And I was too scared to use tampons. I didn't use tampons for ages. So I was just using pads. I was with my friends and I wore a pad. And then we went in like the river down below our friend's house. And I went in and the pad just like, because I didn't know what would happen. It just like swelled up. Like five times the size. Five times the size. I don't think it exploded. Oh, but I remember like little bees. Yes, yeah. That is exactly what I had about four stories of people saying their pads grew like four times the size Uh and they popped and all the little plasticky jelly beads Beads came out. Came out. Yeah. And everyone's like, again, could be solved by some of the Hello Period well, this products. is the thing. It's like, and I knew that you weren't meant to go swimming, but I didn't know what would actually happen if I went swimming. Oh, yeah, you just so think I just that it won't like, catch the blood. Yeah, because like, you know? I didn't want to talk about it with my friends, which I should have. I know, but um, that's so fair. So we yeah. had about four about people going for a, for a swim, and, like, one person got their period on a water slide, and, like, there was oh, a trail oh, no. of, like, at a water park, a trail of blood behind her and her oh, dude's no. friends, like... I'll just pretend that I cut my foot or something. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah. Anyone listening, if that ever happens to you, that's a great idea. But that, like, oh, and there's been ones of them, like, going swimming with pads on, and the pads, like... Well, it feels like you're wearing, like, a, nappy. a ballooned nappy. And they said that, like, they thought, obviously you think it's just water dripping down the back of your leg, and, like, people have been saying that, like, they had blood, they got back to their room or whatever, and there was just yeah. red all down the backs of their legs. <laughs> oh, no, and, and exploding. Um, this one's my biggest fear. Uh-huh. Um, basically, they said they've managed to do this twice, and I've heard horror stories about this. Um... They went for a night out and they had a tampon in and then they thought they'd taken their tampon out so they shoved another one in. Now, that is my fear. I reckon. What? I've never done that, but I reckon it would be quite easily done. That's why I can't stop thinking about it when it's in me because I'm like, I've got to get it out because I've heard of people putting two in. Yeah, or like you go to the toilet and you're like, fuck, I did forget I had a tampon in. Yes, absolutely. So, so... Basically, I had two messages about double tampons and I think both of them were like... Because the thing is, it's a huge responsibility. Or to have like, heard of people like having sex when they've got a tampon yes, and yep. they've forgotten about it. Yep, that's and uh, Hello Disc will help Hello with Disc, that. Game changer. Hello Disc will help with that. But luckily, the people that I've read these stories, they managed to grab both strings, so they got them out. Oh, thank God. And then, kind of on the same tangent as that, this is the last story. I mean, there were so many. This is the last story I'm going to share today. This is someone that was using a period cup. Okay. So they couldn't get it out. They tried squatting, one leg up, like on the toilet, mm-hmm. in the shower, legs in the air, like anything they could think about. She said she was either going to have to ask her sister to help or go to the doctors and get it like taken out. So in her panic, and it, look, it had obviously moved. She might have had a high cervix. It yeah. had obviously moved quite far up her. She said she just grabbed it. She could grab it and gave it an almighty yank. And in doing that, she suctioned out her IUD, which, as yeah. we all know, is quite far up there. Um, her sister ended up finding her passed out in the bathroom, naked from the waist down, crime scene level of blood, and her copper IUD just chilling in the bathroom with them. She said she broke her nose from the fall. Oh. And once she woke up and realised that, like, they, she wasn't dying, she was like, they laughed until they pissed her and her sister, like, Oh, you laughed would. until I too. Yeah, and then she said to me, "I learned that day that you're not meant to have an IUD if you use a menstrual cup for this very reason." And then I thought, so true. I actually wouldn't have even thought about like 
you know, period cups and IUDs and contraception. And then when Hello Cup released the Hello Disc, I was like, game changer. Like, uh, amazing. Because you can use them with IUDs. Yes. So, love. Do you wanna do you wanna give us a bit of a bit of tea on the Hello Disc? Give you a, bit a of bit of tea. tea. Yes. So basically the Hello Disc, as Lucy said, is an absolute game changer. I'm really excited to try this Same. out, actually. I'm hoping it's gonna be the sort of thing that I use instead of maybe the period cup or whether I get a long cervix period yes. cup, as we talked about. Do you think first thing to note is mm-hmm. with the one thing that me and Liv were saying as we were using the Hello Cups when we were scared that we wouldn't be able to get it out. We were just testing and looking. Is that, like, it's got a little nub for you to grab on. But the Hello Disc has, like, think of a tab on, like, a can of Coke. Like, obviously not metal, but it's like a silicone tab that you can put your finger through and actually, like, hook it. A hundred percent. Yeah. Can't lose it. That's what I'm so excited about. And there's actually, like, three or so different ways to use the disc. Yeah. Like, whether you've got a high cervix or a low cervix or a medium cervix. And you can kind of, like, have the tab either dangling down so it's easy to reach. Or if you've got a low cervix, you can tuck it up so it doesn't come out. But basically, the Hello Disc took over a year of design collaboration between the Hello founders, Robin and Mary, and their design partner US-based Kim Rosas, an internationally recognized menstrual cup and disc expert. Who knew there was such a title? Oh, honestly, not me. I'm glad there is. Like, we're lucky. We're so lucky. So, our mate Alex Casey wrote a great piece about the Hello Disc for the spin-off. Fucking which good piece. Oh, Go and read such it, Such a everyone. good piece. Such a good piece. Go and read it. It literally tells you everything you would ever want to know. She did a very candid sort of step-by-step of her entire journey. Which is what we need, eh? Yeah, exactly. For those of you who don't know what the spinoff is, it's an online media platform based in New Zealand, and we actually work in the same office. So They're the best, and we love they, them, and you should all be reading it religiously, Dale. Absolutely. Straight after your Cisco newsletter. For sure. And so this piece of Alex Casey's is very funny. Like, it's really, really good. Gives you quite a few tips yep. also about how to use it um but basically this disc it's quite big so Mm -hmm. don't get scared by that because when you touch it it's super thin Mm -hmm. so um it should be right at the top of the cervix which is what's different to the hello cup which should be sitting at the bottom Mm -hmm. and one of the most amazing things about the hello disc is that you can have sex without the mess there's no more laying down towels or skipping sex altogether because you're on your period. And because of this, the Hello Disc is an absolute game changer for the sex work industry. Mm. So the founder of Hello Cup visited the New Zealand Prostitutes Collective in Wellington and got the following information, and this was quoted in Alex Casey's piece, so I'm going to read it out because I thought it was really good. So they told us that they really didn't want to stop working on their periods. Fair enough. Fair enough. Can't so, afford to. Yeah, exactly. It's a whole week off. Whole week off work. Can't do that. So a lot of them actually use sponges, and this can be really dangerous as they harbor mm-hmm. a lot of bacteria. So the disc actually has the potential to make a really amazing impact for people like sex workers so they can continue work without the period stigma. When the next batch of Hello Discs are ready, they will be donating a bunch to the um to the New Zealand Prostitutes Collective for local sex workers to try out, which is really fucking cool. I, I think that's so great. That's one of the first things because obviously we met with Robin and like the wonderful people at Hello Periods and it's one of the first things they mentioned and I was like, I had never thought, and I'm like fine with saying, I'd never thought about sex workers and having to take one week off per month. Like every four weeks, that's 25% of your income yeah. gone. And like it, the fact that 
they have gone and created this thing that hasn't been created before, that one, you can use, like, as you normal Jane blogs, Joe blogs, to not bleed on your period. But two, like to actually make sure these people can keep getting income. For it's sure. So, so important. She went on to say that we want to make periods accessible for everyone from sex workers to people who have reach issues to people with disabilities. She said that we want to solve the problem of not just making periods easy and fun, but also to help solve the waste issue caused by single-use period products while also being a voice and advocate for people with periods and those who don't feel comfortable talking about it. Um, Hell yeah. Yeah, which is why we thought it was so important to do this podcast. Fuck yeah. And I'm honestly, I'm so excited to try the disc. And between like the environmental factors, mm-hmm. like the idea that you're not going to have to be using 2,000 products that are disposable and going to fuck the planet. And then just like, honestly, for me, like the ease of use and having to use one a day, like selfishly. Totally. I'm like, so why have I not been doing this my whole and life? And also that there's just become a contraption to be able to have sex on your period. I know. And how has it, how has it just happened? Uh, honestly, I don't know. They don't want us out here getting it when yeah. <laughs> everyone's scared <laughs> of periods. So I really hope that, like, if anything's going to convince you to go and get one of Hello Period's amazing products, like, I would hope that it's us talking so candidly. Because it's also not easy to jump on a mic and, like, basically be your soul. Oh, it's not. Like, when I first was having all of the issues with the yeah. cup, I was like, I can't do this podcast because, like, what am I going to say? Yeah. But then I realized this is why I need to do the podcast because, yeah, you can have one bad experience, but it doesn't mean that it has to put you off trying out you know all of the different products it's made you look into all the other shit like otherwise if, if the period cup worked perfect for both of us and it would be like that was all we'd talk about yeah, it would be but a now it's episode. like no well there's actually three different ones for this and your cervix is like high as and if you want to go and get yourself a disc or a cup or get your friends or like i reckon great present as well to definitely um you should go to helloperiod.com and use our discount code GOODSHIP15. You get 15% off. It means that we've done our jobs well if you go and use the code. And honestly, let us know your experiences because, you I mean, you've already been amazing. You've sent me so many of your, like, bad experiences. Would love to hear some good ones. Would love to hear some cups, good ones because I know there's a lot out there. Oh, hell yeah. So just... You know, happy, bit of, bit of bleeding, besties. <laughs> better better, better bleeding. bleeding all better round. Better bleeding together. Uh, big thank you to, obviously, the Hello Period team for uh, sponsoring this episode. Huge thank you to Tiahe Butler, who has probably learned more than he's ever learned in his life about periods. And to you, Liv, as per, thanks for joining me on this pop. <laughs> thank you, Lucy. Thank you for bearing your soul and your, your bleeding stories. <laughs> Bloody love it. Bye, team. 